Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, Wednesday, July 6th. I'm your host, Jack Riggins. Johnny Cadillac's producing the show. Uh, it is whatever Wednesday, so you can call in, although we have a guest in studio, uh, the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline, 402-479-1400, is live. So is the text line. I think I said call line and text line. Um, and I do have a few things that eventually I'll get to, but it might be pushed that we're carry over from uh, yesterday. Uh, but more importantly, I've got uh, Matt Innes in the studio. He, welcome, Matt, by the way. Well, thanks, Jack. Fun to be here again. Yeah, I mean, I think this is your third or fourth time. I always consider Matt, I mean, he's a conservative, he's run for office, he's uh, uh, an operative, a player. Most recently, he really did a lot of hard work around the state, um, really fighting back on state education, CRT, uh, sex ed, a lot of those things, but he's very much uh, into the conservative movement here in Nebraska. And interesting enough, I did not expect to have this show, but I had Rod Edwards on, and we talked about get out the vote for voter ID on Friday, and then we paired into a little bit of the status of the GOP, just knowing that the GOP convention was coming this weekend. And it was just good background from two guys. And then today my phone line went nuts because you got a letter, and I'm going to suspect many other conservatives, Republican Party members, delegates, which, folks, if I have to explain delegates, I may need to, to tell you how important this is, um, got a letter today. And I'll bet it was very surprising to you, to you because when I read it, like the pin dropped out of my, the gum dropped out of my mouth, the pin dropped, um, because the language is interesting. Yes. Which is, is that a fair assessment of how you got on the show today after I saw this letter? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, you know, I got this letter last night and people were contacting me. I didn't even know I got the email. I had one person contact me saying these emails went out, check your email. And I'm getting ready to go to a movie. You know, uh, our oldest son was in town, and we were all going to go out and see Maverick. And I was like, no. I'm Good movie, to- by the way. Oh, great movie. I, 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 I'm going out to a movie. And they're like, well, what are you going to do about this? I'm like, well, let me open my email. And I, I got the email. I read it, and I was like, oh, how about that? I said, I'm going to go to the movie. I'll think about it, and I'll deal with this tomorrow. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's you know, I, I, I expect this from the establishment members of the party that's who they are that's what they do uh, this isn't reflective of uh the vast majority of the people in the party um these are the people that are losing power that are losing control and they're gripping on whatever they can and you know first time i read the letter i'm like well they can't do anything that they just said that they're doing in this letter they overstepped their authority and to me it that settles it right there yeah, uh, it, I'll be at the convention. I will very likely be. Uh, That's put, not uh, a bomb, folks. That's just a heavy vibration on a phone there. That, that is Kevin. <laughs> that is Kevin calling me, telling me I'm on the radio. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, um, but no, I, I, I just kind of, you know, I, I'll be there. I'll be participating. Uh, 
you know, they'll be seating us. I'm not too concerned about it. It's just, it, all it does is it, it just shows their desperation and how low that they will stoop with this. But I know how the committees were formed. I know, um, you know, Dan Welch is the chairman. And I'm not saying Dan Welch had anything to do with this because this is the uh, uh, credentials committee. Uh, but Dan Welch is the leader of the party. And he should have spoke up against this. I, I know he didn't support this. Right. And, but Dan Welch should have appointed the members of the committees. And he didn't. He allowed Jessica Flanagan and Taylor Gage to appoint the members. And on this very important credentials committee, which their only job is to sit there and see, all right, does this person live in the district that they're representing? All right, was this person duly elected at the convention like right. they're supposed to? All right, fine. Here's their credentials. That's it. What they wrote was that they didn't like my comments, my criticism of Governor Ricketts. And they said that he's the top Republican elected office, uh, office holder in the state and leader of our party. And that's why they're removing my credentials. And I just thought, well, you know, and, and it, it falls in line, though. Um, back in March, I, were you at the SEC meeting back in March in Norfolk? I was not. Okay, so Lydia Brosh, the National Committee woman, got up there. And she didn't like some of my posts. And she referred to it. She said, I'm very pro-First Amendment. What I am reading, what's being posted, is nothing but hate speech, and it's just terrible. And I have the, I'll probably be posting the whole video of it, uh, so people can sit there and That is and very active that. on Facebook, where you can see uh, multiple sites or uh, tags, and so everything he's talking about, he will put out, or you can go find it on his Facebook oh, Yeah, page. on my page. In fact, and I do apologize, if you send me a friend request, I, I have like 300 pending that it takes me forever <laughs> to go through because, well, you know, I have certain rules, okay? Right. If you're not covering up a lot of your body, yeah. there's a good chance I'm not going to friend you. Right. And if there's a lot of profanity or certain things, I'm probably not going to friend you. Um, and if we have absolutely nothing in common and you're part of the teachers union, very good chance you're not going to get friended by me. Yeah, I get all the Eastern Bloc single women uh, hitting on me on Facebook, and I really have to be careful. Let me go back, because we got you on all show, and I know, Richard, you're on the line. But I, I need to set the stage, because not every listener is going to understand kind of the ins and outs. It, it comes natural to you. I've been learning this stuff over this year. But what Matt's talking about is folks within the party, right, the either party, it's run by a constitution. It's run by elected officials, okay? And then that filters down nationally to state, to Lancaster County, and then, you know, our sub-districts. So these are duly elected people within these state parties that have responsibilities. Dan Welch is the elected president, if you will, of the Republican Party in the state of Nebraska. Taylor Gage is the executive director. Hired with very Hi very limited authority, yes. but he's been using his uh, position right. as if he is the chairman. Correct. So 
let so there's different positions. What we're talking about right now is that Matt, and guess what? I as well um, was nominated by my peers in my district, as Matt was, to represent his district as a citizen, Republican, to go to the state convention to essentially be a vote of his district in state Republican Party matters. So the party itself at these conventions is supposed to do work and is supposed to vote on things. Now, in the normal process, they go through and have review committees on different things, resolutions and potential changes. And in this case, we're going to call it the State Convention Credentials Committee. And so they were reviewing, right, people's credentials to be a delegate. And I know there's some other people in Lancaster County and Douglas uh, that I've that I know, you know, a, a woman who's a very active uh conservative Fanshawn, uh there's a Faith White out there who listens to the show. So Matt's not the only one. But what I'm going to say is is the language that struck me in this is it says this is a very serious decision that was debated exhaustively, extensively. Ultimately, your vocal criticism of Governor Ricketts. Well, I think everybody in America can have vocal criticism of Governor Ricketts. That's just the way I see it. Um, the top Republican elected official in the state. That's just a true statement. Um, and leader of our party. I have a problem with that. Governor Ricketts is the senior elected executive office of the state of Nebraska. He happens to be a Republican. I would say that he is probably the most influential member of the party. Currently. He's not the leader of the party. The leader of the party is Dan Welch by Constitution. Correct. 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 I mean, now I understand what they're saying there, but this leads to my play, folks, of personalities over values, right? And so they're not wrong in saying some of that, but this caused the committee to decline you and pull your credentials, which means the committee overruled the people in your area and your local constitution of your county party up to the state party, knowing your potential vote. And that's the reason why. I find that, at the very minimum, the worst rationale, period, end of story, for any American, let alone a conservative American. Hey, you can't say what you think. And be part of our party. Like, that's what they said was enough to pull your credentials. Correct. Correct. <laughs> well, well, even before then, Taylor Gage was sending a, a interview I did on a radio station in western Nebraska. And he was claiming I was telling people not to vote for Jim Pillen. And there, he sent this to leaders in our party who contacted me, friends of mine. And I said, listen to it. I said, go ahead and listen to it. Nowhere do I say that. 
I told people, I understand the people that are saying it's hard for me to want to vote for Jim Pillen after what happened. And I made it very clear that if Jim Pillen loses this race, it is because of Pete Ricketts and Jessica Flanagan. And one thing also that I talk, I talk about is Jim Pillen's running mate is Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly and I have been friends before he was Lancaster County attorney. Mm -hmm. Joe Kelly and I have a very good relationship. A few weeks ago, we went out for coffee and we talked about a lot of things. And um, I told him where I think things needed to go in the Pillen campaign yeah. to help him. I He asked certain things. And just like with anybody, I offered. I said, absolutely. You want my help and you're serious about this? Absolutely. I've not turned anybody from the Pillen people down if they wanted to talk. Um, and I, I give my advice on that, on where I think things need to go and how it needs to, to happen. But you know, there's just people in the party that they want to control everything. And well, and let, and let's be honest too. I, I have to explain to the audience. I mean, the, again, these names roll off your tongue. Jessica Flanagan, folks, is a campaign strategist, if you will. She has uh, been behind Governor Ricketts for years, uh, Jim Pillen's campaign. So she is not technically part of the party infrastructure of the NEGOP. Right. No, but but she works for Axiom, and Axiom right. is who, you know, you, you look at, and, and some people have the theory that Ricketts and, and Jessica, they're, they feed off of each other, so Jessica is working for Axiom, gets some access to people like Youngkin and, uh, um, and uh, DeSantos, and then Ricketts funnels money there, and then if they run for president then he can be vice president i mean you have all these rumors but out there but nonetheless but, nonetheless but what i'm trying to say is because i know you have a lot of thoughts on her and, and those strategies um but on this particular issue leadership constitution and the people right dan welch taylor gage the county uh uh the the party the county party leaders and now the delegates right. right that is what is going to meet uh let me take a break real quick let's take a few calls real quick uh richard welcome to drive time lincoln long time no talk thank you commander well you spent quite a bit of time last week talking about uh support for voter id and i want you to realize that I come from a background of having actually worked as a poll worker at an election. Uh-huh. So you I don't can, support voter ID? Absolutely not. It's it's a tempest in a teapot. It's much ado about nothing. We have tight voter laws here in the state of Nebraska. Now, you know that, uh, that our Secretary of State, uh, Mr. Evnen, has basically come out and said we don't have a problem with voting in Nebraska. But he also has said he supports voter ID. Well, that's okay. He can support it, but why support it when there isn't a problem? Uh, okay. Well, Richard, because 85% of the people support it might be the reason he says he supports it. I question that figure. I think that's pretty high. So uh, here's the deal. You didn't sign the petition, and we're going to know in a day or two if it's going to be on the ballot. That's right, and I would also let you know that, that our county election commissioner, Mr. Shively, says we don't have irregularities here in Lancaster County with our voting. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean it's the state; it's a statewide thing. So I'm a, I'm a I'm a fan of it, as you know. I've given some time to some people to talk about it, uh, not over the top. I think it'll be good for it to go to the people for vote, just like uh, gambling. To be honest with you, well, but you need to look at this from the standpoint of who's it going to benefit. It's going to benefit the Republicans and the rich people in the state. Why is it going to why is it going to benefit them? How does it not benefit me to know that each person casting a vote has a legitimate government ID? Well, they already have proven their right to vote when they go and register at the uh, election commissioner. And they don't what just anybody register. You know you have to prove you're a US citizen, you have to prove that you're a resident of this county and we're just duplicating effort. Now, if you want to be really sure, Commander, what we do is we take a thumbprint of everybody as they come and vote, and then we scan that scan that thumbprint hey. against the national database. Hey, good thoughts, Richard. i got to go to a break. Appreciate the call. Hey, I'm all about it. We want to biometrics, everybody. Hey, at this, let me tell you what. If they want to know all about us, they can know all about us. So, yes, if Richard wants to up from voter ID to thumbprints and retinal scans, I am all for it. Absolutely. I'm a big supporter of voter ID. Hey, Christine and Johnny, we will get to you. Just hold on the line. 1499 3KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499 3KLIN. We've got Matt Innocent. We're talking about the NEGOP and their upcoming uh, convention, and he and a few others out there getting a letter uh, pulling their delegate status uh, voted on by the people, um, basically because they said some things about Governor Ricketts the NEGOP didn't like. Um, so we'll have him on a whole show, but we're also doing a Whatever Wednesday. I'm going to try to get to callers as they're lining up. Christina, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Hi, Matt. Hi. I just have to say, first of all, I feel terrible for Richard living in a cloud of confusion over there. Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to let you know, Matt, that I think you know like who I am. I can't say much due to my position. But just so you know, there's other committeemen and delegates that are going to be there fighting for you. Oh, I, I I know that I you know I know you do. I, I've I done more do, traveling of the state than uh, anybody else in elected office has done. And I'm I am a free speech absolutist. I don't really care if I don't like what you have to say. You absolutely have the right to say it, and it's despicable and horrible to me that a party full of conservatives who also are supposed to share that same value. It's a bad look, isn't it, Christina? That. It's a bad it's look for the GOP. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to say. I cool. Let you know, I support you. Thanks for the call. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's the thing that shocked me and got me like on it, and then uh, watching it unfold the day. And I'm glad we could get you on. Is uh, it's written poorly. It's bad messaging. It's wrong messaging for America. It's wrong messaging for conservatives. Um, and it's not something you necessarily want out the week before you're going into maybe a contentious convention with. Uh, just coming off a contentious primary. So we'll keep talking about it with Matt Ennis here on uh, Drive Time Lincoln, 1499 3KLIN. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499 3KLIN.
All right, back on a Whatever Wednesday with Matt Ennis. I've got a couple of callers, Johnny and Charlotte, and I know you've been waiting a long time. You've got to wait a couple minutes more, and I will get to you. Um, Matt, so, okay, this has happened. It's, it's not a good look. Most people, establishment, not establishment, long-time Republicans, new Republicans, are like, I mean, literally, they're scratching their heads at the language to kick a few delegates out due to essentially saying something bad about Governor Ricketts. Well, correct. But- so does it help the party or hurt the party when the party's been screaming for three months unity? Oh, well, the people that have been screaming for unity are the ones that would never have shown unity if Herbster would have won. They would have been the ones that would have been trying to sabotage it, um, everything like that. Uh, you know, there's. I know we have people trying to do a writing candidate, and I'm not supportive of any of that. Um, I want Pillen to actually do some meaningful things to get the people to rally behind him. But right now, he's got Ricketts and Jessica controlling everything, and I know it's frustrating a lot of people around him because I'm hearing about it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've said this, I'm going to say it again, is that if he loses this race, it's on Ricketts and Jessica. They have isolated and they have basically told a large percentage of Republicans that we don't care what you think and we don't care what you um, stand for or anything. We're going to do what we want because we're in control. All right. So that's not really a good message, even if it's just Matt, the way he's interpreting the message. What I will say, um, and maybe all conservatives should hear this, but more importantly, Democrats. Here you go, Dems. This is the time. If you want to try to take the governorship, this is the year. There's going to be a writing candidate. They're conservative. There's going to be maybe a couple. That's going to steal some votes. Uh, Jim Pillen has a lot of work to do to get all conservatives on board to vote for him. And so, you know what, Dems? Go hard. Go hard. This might be your chance. And to the Republicans, good job. So far, you've just created that sliver of window and hope for Democrats to come hard at you. And so you better figure it out. But I'm going to tell you this. This is how this is going to end. This is really me talking to the NEGOP because it's real simple. Uh, Everything you just did was a waste of time. Because come that convention on Saturday morning, all these people are going to be voted in by will of the people back to their delegate status. So you will not only have wasted the credentials committee time, but you will now have wasted all the delegates' time on Saturday to get work done because we're going to have to wait and we're going to have to vote on each of these people. And each one of these people will be there and be a delegate after that vote. Guaranteed. Period. End of story. Waste of time. Now, what you have created is you've created a now snowball for people that were questioning whether you were all for the party and values or whether you were for personalities. And so I I don't get it. I and I want to help you. Let's take a call. Johnny online 3 wants to talk about free speech governor Ricketts. Yeah, free speech governor Ricketts. Conservative values. Yeah, this is where we're at, right? Yeah, we're yeah. knife fighting right now, Johnny. I'm not going to lie. That's uh that's interesting. I uh, Hey, I heard you called in to kill made. Oh, did I? Yeah, you know, I go into a lot of places. <laughs> I know you do. What do you uh, got for me today? Well, I, you know, that's pretty much where I was going. You know, we're all in the same boat. We live in this country. And which direction we're going, we're either going to go further left or further right. And I kind of feel like we need to move more progressive 
We need to move. I mean, we're America. We're unique. Whatever you know. But we need to move more progressive. That's that's where I. Think. So you want us to move more left? Yeah, and uh, you're I, happy I with know. Lincoln and the way we're going. I'm assuming you live in Lincoln. He must not I, I drive. Just, I just, uh, <laughs> I just, I feel like uh, like Republicans want to take us to a whole other direction. Like they just, they want to. They, I feel like they want to, like they like they want us to live in a banana republic. Well, you I know, would say what con- what most conservatives want is they want us to live in america as the constitution is written and the laws of the land are i i don't know it seems like money speaks louder than people's votes uh you can't go money on me both sides are so knee deep in money it's sick i i hope everybody uh you know takes a good look at this and uh you know they vote how they want to vote all right johnny appreciate the call oh what do you think about that johnny always has good alternate thoughts well, let me go back to this. Do you think... I want to... Sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to throw that one at you, Matt. To the NEGOP, how does this play out? How do they begin to unwind to harness the power of all Republicans for Jim Pillen? Well, I don't want to go into strategy on what I've talked to. But well, not I, I, strategy, I, I, but just psychologically. Well, there are certain issues that, that Jim Pillen can champion, but he's got to actually learn them. He has to understand them. Um, and I, I actually have been asked by somebody inside his camp if we would sit there and help out with that. And I said, absolutely. But uh, after I, you know, I said, absolutely, didn't give conditions. And I've, that was weeks ago and never heard anything again. I ran into his campaign manager, I think Saturday or Sunday and said that, uh, hey, uh, um, told him who I've talked to and we should uh, uh, discuss. Um, I've got a I've got a great strategy that could, you know, really help with this. Uh, the problem is, is that I don't I, I'm concerned that Jim isn't his own man, or at least he can't get out of the shadows of Jessica and Ricketts. And because of that, you know, he's not a good speaker. He can't get up in front of people and speak, which is why he didn't do debates. Uh, they, they didn't want him in there doing debates. We all knew that about him. He, you know, pulled that Biden card, you know. Right. And, uh, um, and it worked for him. Uh, you know, but he's got to get more comfortable doing that. He's got to know the issues so well. He's comfortable talking about them. And he, he, maybe he doesn't want to do the work. Well, no, I, and I would also say, uh, Listen, it takes time to learn something new, and he he technically is very new to this political game, and you're going to rely on your advisors at first for a very long time, but but it's kind of like training wheels. and then So I, I, I'm giving benefit of the doubt for him to spool up because I know he's Nebraskan. I know he's conservative. Uh, you know, when I have talked to him, he's good one-on-one, right? Not everybody is a gifted speaker, but you do have to branch out beyond just your political sphere of advisors because the conservative movement and the state and Democrats and independents also need your leadership. So there's, there's growth is what I'm saying that I'm hearing needs to be done. And I think that can be done. You know, um, I hope it can be Charlotte. Uh, welcome to drive time Lincoln voter registration requirements. Yeah, hi. Hi. Well, first I'm going to say, united we stand, divided we fall. Amen, sister. Well, I just wanted to share a story because Richard implied that we had to give some uh, proof of citizenship if we registered a vote. And I remember about a decade ago hearing the election commissioner speak at a meeting, 
And I asked him, the little box that we check when we register to vote that says we're U.S. citizens, how is that verified? And he said, we don't verify it. And I said, well, then how do you know they're U.S. citizens? And he said, why would anyone lie about that? <laughs> yeah. And it's always stuck, stuck in my head that it seems neither side of the, of the aisle wants to verify citizenship or voter ID or anything that set, makes us for sure say, right. you know, prove that we're we, who we say well, we are. Well, you bring up a good point. When Richard said that, I just, I kind of had the same thought. I'm like, I don't remember like going to prove my birth certificate or anything. Now, I could be wrong, but I just filled out the card to register. Mm-hmm, and, right. um, and, and here's the deal. Probably deep down in the annals of the writings, it says it's supposed to be done, but reality wise is I don't think everybody that registers and everybody that checks that goes through all the, I really don't think it cause I've been checked for a lot of things and registering to vote was the easiest thing I've ever signed up to do. That's exactly right. So, so good call. Glad you made that public. Thank you. You bet. Oh, wow. Uh, want to take some more callers? You got some other thoughts? Well, I've seen a pattern now with uh, some of the people in the state party, and you know Taylor Gage is one of those, and you mentioned what can be done, and I think a number of the leadership people and maybe even the executive director, they need to go. Um, uh, there's just, there's so much toxic... Uh, Vibe, energy. Everything that they put out there. You look at these committees, and Dan Welch didn't even pick the committees. You know, Taylor Gage did it with Jessica. And they picked people that, I mean, this they they resemble the January 6th hearings. Right. You know, where they're stacked. And these are all the people. It's a good tactic right now. Well, it's a very good, you know, it's a very good (laughs) tactic. But it's the same thing that you saw with, like, Lydia Brosh, our national committee woman in, in the state party, saying, calling what people that said things that they disagreed with as hate speech. Well, that's a, there is no such according to the supreme court there's no such thing as hate speech and that hate speech is something that liberals use to shut up people that they disagree with and that's what she did uh when when you've got people that are part of this leadership the establishment that are telling their members that they want loyalty pledges from them i mean we we have that where they're calling loyal for loyalty pledges uh for their members to say that they're not going to do anything, they're going to keep their mouth shut, they're going to stay in line. And it's like, this is ridiculous. If there's if something's not right, it's not right. right. You don't want just one group to have absolute power. And what I've seen with the state Republican Party ever since uh, Ricketts came in there and they ran out the other chairman and the executive director is that they don't know how to raise money. They don't know how to go out into the people anymore and build a coalition with other Republicans. They just rely on Ricketts money right. and certain people to sit there and fund everything. And then you end up with these uh, uh, problems with, well, Ricketts is the head of the party and he gives us a lot of money. I mean, we hear this all the time. And well, you know, we pretty much, you know, it's, it's, you know, we got to listen to him because he's the head of the party and he gives us a lot of money. I'm so sick of hearing that. Well, and again, I'll say this again. Governor Ricketts is a friend of mine. He is the most influential person in the party, both as a sitting governor and because of his generosity. Um, he is probably one of the most powerful people in the party, but he is not the leader of the party, right? He's the leader of the state. Okay. And then that matters, folks. In the way that you conduct your business, the NEGOP and on down should be representing all conservatives, all people, 
who are registered to vote and candidates and elected officials. Governor Ricketts is the senior representative of the party. He is the leader of the state. He is not in any document the leader of the party. Right. Now, another another thing. You think about this, what, what the credential committee said, that I criticized Ricketts, and that's why they pulled my credentials. Now, my question on social media today was, uh, if Herbster would have won, does that mean that Ricketts would not have been able to be able to come to the state convention? because of his criticism of Herbster? I mean, let's remember who threw the first shot in this race. It was Ricketts, and he got nasty right off the bat with it. So, Well, and I think at the level of big politics, they understand it's politics, and I, I of course, think Governor Ricketts would represent. Uh, I do. I think he would, but I don't know that. But in the end of the day, folks, free speech is free speech, and as a party of unity and conservative values... You just It's a bad look, NEGOP. That's all I'm going to say. It's a really bad look. It'll be overturned right away, and it might cost you some things. I mean, that's just the way decisions are made. It may cost you some things. It may cost a, a gubernatorial race. It, it might, folks. It might. Let's, uh, let's go to Russ on line three. Russ, how you doing? Hey, Commander. Hey, Matt. This is Russ Neal. Hey, Russ. How's it going, sir? Good. Long time. I uh, haven't heard from you for quite a while. Yeah, well, I saw your post and been listening for the past 50 minutes. I believe that something is systemically wrong within the Nebraska Republican Party if even if the leader, if you're voted on by your peers to represent your peers, no one within leadership can take that away from you. Those people voted for you because you spoke your mind. It aligned with theirs. They, I am so upset that, you know, just because you disagree doesn't mean you hate the other person. It means we have a difference of opinion, and this needs to be worked out. So if you want to silence my disagreement, I'm sorry. Are we, is, are, is Rickett Stalin, or is, I mean, who... We cannot allow for the dissent within a group to be silenced. I mean, that is completely anti what our country stands for, period. No, it, it is. And, uh, um, you know, it, it would be nice if the leadership in our party worked harder to build bridges with other Republicans and not isolate them so much and just expect them to vote the way they want one person on the credentials committee that used to be a long time i believe she was a long time um secretary for ricketts nancy mccabe uh, she literally said at an sec meeting in january when people in third district didn't get a chance to read a resolution or something that was put out there um, and they wanted more time and she got up and said um Smart people put this together. All you need to do is vote yes, and you can read it later. And I'll never forget that. I just thought, my goodness, what is she, Nancy Pelosi? Exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> but she's on the credential committee, and she doesn't like what I said about Ricketts, and so I'm sure she, she, had, she was quite vocal with that. Mm. 
Well, well and I thought, Russ, good call. Um, listen, it's interesting because clearly major media doesn't cover these things. I mean, I think it's just within the GOP loops. But I do find it interesting when we're able to get it aired, what all comes in on the text line. I mean, you have people saying, you know, Ricketts has decided the GOP is his organization. He's trying to run it from the top down. Years he's gotten away with it. Now we, the people, are stopping this hierarchy. You're witnessing panic because the establishment is losing power. They have stacked these committees to get what they want, just like they manipulated the election with dirty politics. The Orr, Ricketts, Flanagan party is finally starting to lose power. It's time we do something. Now, that is a sentiment by one uh, texture. But the reality is, as conservatives, and we all are, that is sad that other conservatives are thinking that. And it is that that has to be solved because you can't have a unity and growing party with those types of sentiments out there, let alone uh, thwarting your own people who have been elected by their peers <laughs> over essentially the First Amendment. You're just like, yeah, we don't need the First Amendment in the NEGOP. It's comical. Yeah, I know. It, it's, it, it, it is ridiculous. It doesn't surprise me one bit. I mean, they're desperate. This is what they're doing. Uh, the desire of power is so great that they don't want to give it up. And some of these people, the way they've done things and neglected so many people in their districts, in their areas, they need to go. Yeah, it's just, I mean, the people are kind of onto it, and that's okay. People, uh, accountability in our government and our political establishment is okay. It's fine. Don't be scared of it. Don't back down. We're going to talk about it all the time on this show. doesn't matter what party you represent. 1,499.3KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1,499.3KLIN. All right, well... What we think we know is about five people for Lancaster County receive these letters, um, essentially pulling their delegate status um, because they took to social media and said something about Governor Ricketts. Um, and there's just it's a bad look for the any GOP. One th- thing I would say is uh, a longtime listener, Fanchon, was another uh, person that got a letter. She called in and. And she's frustrated with it. Why? Because she's been instrumental in getting the Lancaster County Republican Party back up on its feet, the largest delegation of delegates ever in the state history, um, over 600 this last year. Uh, she's a fireplug of conservatives and, and gathering the people. Um, yeah, she's a little a raw. Uh, no big deal. Um, but they've tried to, you know, find different ways, um, because of her outspokenness, uh, to remove her and, uh, this was uh, one of the attempts, and it worked. But like I said, folks, this is all going to be resolved on Saturday, and I'm speaking to the NEGOP to tell you that you wasted a bunch of time and effort, and frankly, it kind of shows what you're about, and for a lot of the people that talk to me, and I go between both sides, it's a really bad look, and bad looks, bad actions have consequences. I don't know what they'll be, but I suspect you are further away from quote-unquote unity than where you were before these type actions. Matt, final thoughts? Well, I just encourage people, you know, do not let this discourage you from getting into um, going to Kearney for the uh, convention. Get there. uh, Let your voice be heard. I'm going. uh, Many others are going to be there. And you know what? You can't make change if you're not involved. And don't let your voice be closed by those that disagree with you. 
That's right. It's your American right. Show up, be heard, and listen to Drive Time Lincoln. 1499.3 KLA.